news, everyone. You're obviously confused and aroused. I can barely see him. I also can't see you while you listen to Slurpcast, a podcast for no reason. Today we'll be discussing season nine, episode 13, Naturama. My name is Michelle Burlingame. Not with me are Tommy Roulette. How's it going? Pete Woodward. I don't have a name. I'm a salmon. <laughs> and our guest today, John Kay. Hello. Welcome Hello. back. Thanks for having me. You, nice you made it. Here. You made it through the electrons and the ether. It's a uh, it's weird internet phone. It's kind of like Mike. <laughs> well, it's like Mike TV and Willy Wonka. You know, you get shrunk down and sent through the air in a million tiny particles. Ooh, that was a good one. Then you show up on the TV, but the AF gets stretched out. I, I wish our listeners could see us when we do these because we got Pete on the beach, and we got John in a Waffle House. It looks like. Yeah. I'm <laughs> yeah. <in the> <laughs> I wish I was at Waffle House for real. It's been my dream for a while now. I unfortunately can't do <laughs> the background. Yeah, my computer is too old. I can do it on my phone and my iPad, but laptop is a little bit too too ancient. <laughs> to I, do I downloaded uh, a Twin Peaks background of the Red Room for my work Zoom. Mm-hmm. And I, like, I won't use it with a client, but I had it on an internal call and I get a message from them like, of course you'd have a Twin Peaks background. I'm like, what, uh, what do you want from me? Fine. I have been like using, pretty... I've been using Delaware, like from Wayne's World where they go, hi, I'm in <laughs> Delaware. <laughs> That's a good one. Well, this beachy scene will match my pineapple white claw just delightfully. It's mm. perfect. Uh, well, you guys are saying that you like this episode. I was a little lukewarm on it. Well, I liked it as far as uh, being a stronger one of the season. Okay. Like, That's true. It is. Yeah. I feel like uh, the last couple of seasons, they just didn't really seem to care as much. Like the animation's great. The voices are awesome. Like they've all found their voices by this time. Obviously the performances are great, but the stories are just like, like they're not terrible. They're just like, like the like newer seasons of The Simpsons, they're just like here's a here's a situation that didn't go anywhere. Like, okay. yeah. a... Have you seen any of the recent episodes of The Simpsons? I'm still watching. I'm still watching them. Um, I don't think I've seen anything in the last year. Maybe, but maybe from like the 29th season. They just did a two-parter um, with. Pete oh, they ever Holmes. done? Oh, I guess they have. Done yeah, one. they've done a couple two-parters, but I think. This one was okay. Um, It was about a new reverend comes to town, played by Pete Holmes. Oh, dear. Is Lovejoy Um, gone? Well, no. I mean, he gets, he basically, they they place an ad for a youth pastor, and then Pete Holmes shows up, and he's like, cool reverend, and, Uh, and everybody likes him more than Lovejoy, and he becomes the new reverend. So, they also... I think three or four weeks ago did an episode where Marge gets a job at a pot store and I was just thinking like that is the odd like they never would have done that in any uh... prior seasons up till now Marge would never work in a pot shop Hmm. it's so odd yeah and Kevin Smith of course was the guest star oh Oh, dear Mm -hmm. (laughs) um (laughs) I I did like at the intro, how it did that jag into the mutual of Omicron <laughs> wild universe, like animal stuff. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and the face hugger. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, those are, yeah, was... I mean, it was a nice little thing, especially where it was just like it completely cut out, went to that, came back to the Jumbotron and was done. And the animation was really cool looking, I thought. Like for the, you know, how they switched it up for that little bit. Yeah, I just, cool. I just don't, I didn't know where this was going to go. And then as it unfolded, I was really kind of like, Ah, I didn't get too invested in it. Yeah, it's good. Uh, it's I was thinking I was rewatching it a couple times, and I was for this for this for this podcast, and I was thinking how it's uh, there's not a lot to talk about unless we just shout out the quotes from this show from this episode. Wait, okay. How much time have any of you spent watching nature documentaries? 
Uh, you know, I think this came out right around the time that Planet Earth was really big. Okay. And I think that was really, you know, whatever that Penguin documentary was, was the March of the Penguins or yeah. whatever. Those were both pretty big at the time that this episode came out, I believe. So I, I was guessing that was kind of the reference here. They're just jumping on that bandwagon. Yeah. And they always do a, a one-off, you know, anthology type episode. Right. I mean, the, the, you know, it was interesting, but like the whole, so like say with the salmon life cycle thing, there was enough of the real salmon life cycle in that to be like, man, that's pretty fucked up. Like where they, they swim downstream to the ocean and they all swim back upstream and the, just so they can do it and then die. Yeah, um, that one was somewhat informative. But the, uh, you know, everybody getting kind of converted into a fish was a little weird. Um, I had a problem with Bender being turned into a fish because he's made of metal. <laughs> well, he's right. a, a animal in all of these. Yeah, yes, but I the think fish one really threw me off for some reason. He had, still had his antenna. So, Did he? Was he like an yeah. angler fish? No, I mean I he was still a salmon, that. but he still had his antenna, which is weird. He a and like his eye top. thing. I mean, yeah. the the thing of all the fish dying, or like when they go over the first set of waterfalls and they're like, "Well, only three dead out of our form, foamy plunge." Like, okay, that's fun, but <laughs> just see him. You know, you you see the characters get lost right off the the bat, <laughs> off the bat, and like mm -hmm. then it just turns into a Zap and Leela fry shenanigan. Which is just yeah. kind of tired in and of itself already. It's, I, I don't know. There wasn't much. No, I, I don't think anyone's disagreeing with you. <laughs> there wasn't much. So to what else do you guys want to talk about? <laughs> <laughs> I do like how Lur and Nanunda were the uh, bears in that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, I yeah mean, like, cool. Or uh, the Morbo salmon. Yeah, Morbo and Linda. Linda was one of the the three fish that didn't make it, or the four. <laughs> uh, you know, the the whole, like, I, I didn't catch all of them, but it was the thing, like, nobody knows. It could be magnets in their heads, or it could be this or that. And he's just like, I can't go that way just because of the magnets in my head or whatever. Like, he's like, I just told you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's like, we just said. Yeah. Um, but... Uh, maybe maybe one of the filthiest filthiest lines uh, in in the entire series from Leela Fish in this was at this point in my life cycle I need a mate who's in squirting distance. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's um, a good one. I mean, like that's... I like when Fry yells, "Help, fish police!" <laughs> right. I mean, I, I think for for whatever reason, this particular season, there's been a lot of like side discussion about animal reproductive stuff like our 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 and i'll say even my extensive digression on duck penises a few episodes back but like yeah maybe the writers were just like a real kinky place when fish, fish reproduction <laughs> is just weird it's just like here's a here's all my you just dump it out in the water and maybe it works i mean they used a bunch of science words i believed it yeah, no, it's, I think it's right. Like, it's just, you know, you like, it's just messy. Reproduction is messy. It's messy at the beginning. I've seen and it's movies. messy at the end. Did you have to see that movie in grade school? And the, the one at the Health Museum? The, the one. We watched this horrifying movie at the Health Museum. Oh, we watched it in uh, grade school. Of like, the, like the Miracle of Birth or whatever, yeah, by yeah, the, yeah. the Nova oh, from PBS. Yeah, I had to watch that at, yeah. at the Health Museum. That was yeah. Uh, a girl in my class fainted, <laughs> and like all the dudes were just giggling in the corner, and a girl fainted, and we were it was confusing. I mean, it was it's intense. It's an intense yeah. thing, and that's just people, which you know, theoretically seems the most normal to us. But then you get into like ducks and fish and everything else, and it gets real, real strange. Yeah, um, especially the fish. The uh, the Zoidberg crab eating Hermes was sort of weird. I don't was that just uh, head first. I Zoidberg crab. He showed up head twice. First, I think. he ate him. He's kind of like Sebastian from uh, the Little Mermaid in this. Yeah. <laughs> Who does he eat uh, first? Is it the um, 
I think it's Scruffy. Scruffy. Yeah. Because yeah. Scruffy's Scruffy. backbone was really weird looking. His ribs, like he ate, it was, something was weird looking. Yeah. <laughs> he was a fish also, so that might have been it. Yeah, did he have a mustache? <laughs> like I, I was writing notes and I heard his voice and then he was gone already. Mm-hmm. That's the thing about this episode. It ha- all of it happened so fast. Like you were saying, you only get to see like the professor fish for like two seconds and then he's gone. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was odd. He dies, like, right away. He, he's um, one of the ones that doesn't make it up the, or the, before Down the, the... waterfall? Mm-hmm. I mean, the best part of it was it had a happy ending. And then that's a, a really dirty oh, line in there, well, I too. Liked the, I liked the bender bit when he was like, oh, yeah, I'm ready to go again. And then he's like, <laughs> he <starts> dying. dies. <laughs> do, do fish cough for real? That's what, I that also bothered me. I think they can. I don't, you know, you would think, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna yeah, don't they? Up. I mean, they can blow water out of their mouth. Is it coughing uh, when you cough out water? It's, I mean, there's no air for them to cough. They, but they breathe water. Yeah. I don't know. Can fish cough? Your hair looks nice, Tom. Thank you. I decided, <laughs> you know, no barbershops or hair salons is gonna get rid Simple. of it all. You A look fish. Fast. A fish does indeed cough. Hmm. Yeah. Just not the way you think it coughs. It's out its butthole. It's <laughs> uh it's it's uh when their ventilation cycle gets interrupted, they do that to cleanse their gills. Weird. So they cough out their gills. Yeah. Which I mean, like if you were Kevin Costner in Waterworks or Waterworld, you'd be like <clears throat> Gross. Gross on so many levels. Yeah, I know. I mean, given given the 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 state of many of our other '80s action heroes, he kind of came out pretty clean. Was he an action hero though? I mean, just because he was a little Robin Hoody. Um, he was in that one movie with the guy. Was it the bodyguard? He was in that. I guess he was the bodyguard technically. Um, dances with wolves. I mean, who? Uh, um, the one about the baseball, Kevin Costner. Oh, how many? Oh my God, yeah. Uh, but I never thought of him as like an action star. Well, he was like, like an action the, movie guy. He was like the subdued, uh, romantic action star. It was like they were always trying to make him like that, but it just wouldn't. We were always like, "It's that dude, though." Like, I know. He can't pull that off. But that he's never had, as far as we know, some kind of like crazy, drunken, anti-Semitic rant for several years, like Mel Gibson or something. That's really the huh. point I'm getting at, you know? Not that you know of. Not that I know of. I mean, maybe maybe TMZ knows. Oh, man, he was Robin Hood, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. There's oh, my God, that's right. Movie. Yeah. I said that first. And I, he was, was Elliot Ness in the, in the Untouchables. Yeah, but it wasn't like he was like doing kickflips in that. He was I mean, in Waterworld. Kick flipping? Kick flipping. Water flipping. Peeing into a uh, Mr. Coffee. I did not see Waterworld. Can you do that? It's been a long time, but I have seen it. It's Waterworld. Yeah, it's about. Someone... Is it... There's no I mean... like dry land in the future. It's all water. So it's like Miami and ice caps and stuff. I, uh, Bob Burgers just referenced it in one of their last couple episodes as well. <laughs> ah, beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a Robert Plant song in that beginning bit of the of the uh, show. That Sea of Love song. Is that a Robert Plant song? Yeah. Yeah, it was uh, the Honey Drippers. I heard his voice. I was like, "Oh God, it sounds just like him." On on the Futurama, yeah. Episode yeah. I to- totally passed by me. I didn't know that. It was in the salmon bit, huh? Yeah, it was uh, "Sea of Love" by the Honey Drippers. Completely oblivious to it. Which was Robert Plant. Yeah. Yep. I heard he drips honey all over from his lemons. <laughs> yeah, you squeeze him hard enough. Juice runs down his right leg. Right down his leg. <laughs> Super weird. 
The weirdest bit was me singing that in the car, driving around with my mom and not realizing what I was singing because <laughs> I was a kid. I and mean, like, t- trying, oh, that was uncomfortable. <laughs> you're just, you're thinking like, he's making lemonade. He's got yeah, her like, making, cool. she's making lemonade for him and she's real messy. Rock stars are so messy. Yeah. <laughs> They're very sloppy people. Um, I guess, you know, this, you might know better than any of us. How, how messy does the green room get at the garage shop after your average show? It's so gross. People are gross. I mean, is it like, I imagine just from my experience in green rooms in general, there's a baseline of filth, but then I mean, what gets yeah, added kinda, on top of that? We, it's a yeah there sometimes it's nicer in there than other times but um just generally speaking and then you add all this like hospitality and and people are just gross they start throwing like cold cuts at each other and shit i mean there's probably that kind of shit going on but it's so then it's just i don't see any of it i just have to go in there and clean it up afterwards so i'm just like picking (laughs) random shit up from random places so oh god yeah it's uh people are gross yes very gross. almost almost as gross as fish having sex Probably almost <laughs> and then dying then they yeah. die and then you've got dead fish and fish spunk all over so it's a double mess so like when the fish die do you think the animal like bears would pick up those fish or are they like oh that one's already dead that's what i was wondering what happened like is there a time where all these uh, fish just like float up and die and then they just get carried it's downstream like a bear back. I, mean, I, I think so but i mean the bears can probably tell when they're edible still or otherwise the seagulls fresh. will take care of it oh, yeah, yeah, the seagulls don't give a fuck they just eat whatever mm, gross uh speaking of seagulls which ha- this has nothing to do with seagulls uh i watched <laughs> A bunch of crows all like fight an eagle off, or right, not an eagle, a hawk off, because it was in their area. Like three what? different, three different like uh, crows like got from their different nests, like came crows at this gnarly. hawk and just like were dive bombing it, and the hawk just like f- kept flying off, and they just kept attacking until it, it like flew away, and then they all went back to their respective areas. Where, Where was, was this? this? In my backyard. Yes. Were they trying? Wow. Was was the hawk coming to eat your rodents or something? I don't was know. Like I was. Was it tapping on your window? It was going for, was going for Tom. We had a we had a social distancing um, visit from uh, Becca's brother for her birthday the other day, and we were mm. just out, and we just heard these crows go crazy, and then a hawk, and then <laughs> just watch them just like start That's attacking crazy. it. What if they were in cahoots, and then there were like two other crows sneaking into your house to steal your pet rodents? We don't, I don't have any pet rodents left. No, pet no. Rodents are no. smart. What happened to them? Oh, well, we had rats and they died like oh. a while ago. All right. Smoking. Smoking? That's what killed them. They died them. from smoking. Yeah. Actually, did, did one, they... of, one of them <laughs> actually they... had a tumor in his lower jaw and his neck, and it ate away his lower jaw and, to the point where he couldn't eat anymore. So we had to Aww. put him down. The tobacco was he a lip, yeah, he like was a dip guy? <laughs> was yeah. he eating too much pizza? Was it a pizza rat? Pizza rat. Aww. Poor buddies. Maybe if you tied their tails together like a rat king, oh, rat king. they could have they could have siphoned off each other's energy and healed. So I'm confused. Two. Are rat kings real? The legend yeah. of rat kings is real. It is it's a real thing. It, it is a real thing where rats they burrow together and their tails get intertangled and but knotted. But are know? they stuck? Like yes. Is it, okay, yeah. so they get stuck. Gross. It's real. And then... Uh, I don't terrible. see rats being above biting off their own tails, though. Like, how long do they actually stay stuck? This is, I think, the third time we've talked about Rat Kings on this podcast. Oh, I'm <laughs> really? Sure. I think it comes up often. <laughs> yeah. It might, I might have been. I might have been on one of the ones where we talked about. I it. think I you were it. actually. <laughs> I'm fascinated with this. I can never remember though. I mean, Wait, speaking so. speaking of seagulls, that second episode, they were all basically seagulls in that, or uh, some other kind of tropical bird. They were finches. Or, oh, finches. that's right. They were Galapagos finches. Right. I like that part, and I like when Fry was hopping around. 
I'm going, yeah, or whatever you're saying. This, I think I like this one the best out of the three. I the, think so you. too. And, uh, and go ahead. The actual real uh, Pinta Island tortoise, the last one died in like June 2012, and this came out in like August 2012. Uh, so uh, that might have been part of it too. Yeah. Did, um, are there still blue-footed boobies? Because Zoidberg going, look, I'm a blue-footed booby. I think that's the I first think... time that Zoidberg was portrayed as any other type of animal than a crustacean. I don't think he's ever been oh. a bird. Yeah. It was weird. He was a good bird. It made sense. He was. I like how they I cut mean... him off when they just yeah. like pan away <laughs> yeah. from him when he talks. Uh, because uh... I've got these blue feet. <laughs> you see? Oh. Um, I like how Amy got eaten. <laughs> She's like, that's so interesting. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I mean, in, in the grand scheme of things, especially now, I would probably get cheered up if I had a symbiotic parasite cleaning myself. Like, oh, yeah. like have you ever seen those things where it's, I, I'm going to say that you see them in a mall. I'm probably misremembering this, but you stick your feet into little tubs of water that are full of like minnows and then they eat yeah, all the yeah, dead yeah. skin off your feet. Dr. Like Fish. They, is that really a thing? Is that it's what it's called? in the United States. Oh, it's it is? super, super unhygienic and not safe. Why? Because it's a dirty tank of water full of fish and shit that eating have been skin off of people's other people, feet? Yes. <laughs> Wait, what if you get yeah. fresh ones? I mean, maybe the first time if you have completely fresh ones or... It probably is nice, but you don't. How do you know a fish doesn't already have crap in its mouth? I mean, there might be an opportunity here for us to do like black market, black market Dr. Fish parties. We should just use beta fish, though. And then you take pictures of the people getting it done to them, and then you blackmail the people with them. Uh huh. Black market blackmail party. Both both ways. You could probably only get a couple of them out though before it became difficult. With hookers and blackjack. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think the professor made a good tortoise. Um, yeah, that was pretty fun. Which I will refer to alternately as a tortoise or a turtle, um, because my brother used to have a tortoise and. I would call it a turtle, and he'd get really mad and insist it was a tortoise. <laughs> They're completely so, different. I mean, are they though? They're yes. both round yes. little things with shells okay, let's, and legs. Let's talk about. Let's talk about this though. How are they? What are? What's the major difference? Is one of them is like a round shell, and one of them is like a. Is that what it is? I, don't know. I mean, it's it's like I'm saying that an alligator and a crocodile are the same, or I mean, like they basically a chimpanzee are, and an orangutan are the same. No, orangutans are orange. Those are all. It's, it's the no, same. no. I I, they're not. I can see that they're different, but I'm wondering what. Like, I wouldn't be able to tell the difference if I saw one. Like, if someone told me this is a tortoise, I'd be like, okay, that's a tortoise. Turtles but are wouldn't... aquatic. Tortoises are on land. That's the main difference. What if, if you're a if, turtle if, and you're walking around on the ground? <laughs> I mean, turtles can be on the ground, but tortoises don't need to like go swimming in water. Turtles do. Can. Turtles turn into tortoises when they go. Tortoises on land? more have like almost hoofs type feet. Oh and... wait, okay, so a turtle uh, is like a mer tortoise. Yeah, yeah. There we go. <laughs> turtles like a slippery tortoise. I mean, I whole slippery tortoise. I mean, John, who doesn't like a slippery tortoise? <laughs> that was a disgusting drink. I think. It's, oh, that it's, was a, it's gonna be slippery. What was it? The slippery midget? What? Are you thinking was of the buttery drink? nipple? No, it was a shot of whiskey with a smoky in it. Oh God! Ew! Cheers. What is that from? <laughs> this is from the '90s grog shop. <laughs> um. I thought the, the other thing that was interesting about this is they did sort of differentiate the people um, as different animals. I mean, because you had the professor as a tortoise, you had most of them as birds, Bender was a lizard, Sal was a snake. <laughs> um, yeah, Sal ate Amy. <laughs> but the, uh, you know, the, the, the good part with, with this, 
uh, maybe my favorite line in it. Not as good as I need a mate that's within squirting distance, but um, she's a real cloaca shrinker. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I like how they work these good words in. I mean, I, while I was researching duck penises, I gave some thought to cloacas in general. Was it cloacae? Cloacae? Neither here nor there. But um, what if what if you only had one hole, one hole for everything? What for your if? number for your for your number ones, your number twos, your sexy time, everything, a single hole. What about eating? You have mouth still. We'd well, have Ears? mouth, nostrils. You, I'm talking like about lower 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 extremity holes. Make a lot so easier. Make it a lot easier to clean down there. You That's think? what I'm saying. Yeah, one hole. Everything happens out of that one hole. What if you had to shove an egg out of it? What I mean, if humans had to lay eggs and then you'd have to fertilize it? That would get messy. It would be Are like those hard shells from Japan. Or like soft eggs. Like a leathery sack <laughs> sort of egg. Because <laughs> <laughs> that'd be oh, gross leathery too. sack. I mean, the leathery sack ought to be a drink, too. <laughs> oh. Gross. No, it shouldn't. I feel like that's a drink at a gay bar. I mean, it, it could be where it's like, I well, oh, God. Like, it would you be at the, what's the bar next to the, next to, uh, it would be at the, the Hawk. Hawk. <laughs> you didn't like, that would be the drink that. special one night? <laughs> I mean, what's the so bar next it, to, oh, the Hawk? It would have to be, it'd have to be a, Based on a brown liquor, because it would have to be like somebody who was tanned too much. Um, you know, yes. like like yes. like maybe it could be like like a shot of whiskey with uh, a Tide Pod in it. <laughs> I feel like that would be better than a clear a clear liquor. I mean, I think it would go over either way at the Hawk, and certainly at class. <laughs> or did or have you ever seen like drinking milk out of a ziploc bag it'd just be a ziploc bag full of whiskey <laughs> oh that'd be good like a capri yeah, sun <laughs> i could see that and then you have a free coke straw oh. afterwards oh god <laughs> it's probably <laughs> probably used um just floating in there yeah <laughs> gross um, so I, I missed kind of the part where like they, they how did they decide to go find the mate? The professor was like, Oh, I left her a hundred years ago or whatever. Like what was And the... they're like they're like, it's just right over there under the tree. hundred feet away, yeah. <laughs> He's like, Oh, it might as well be two hundred feet away at my age. Like they're like, Okay, come on. Also, Benjamin how, how... would have been really fast. Have you ever seen like iguanas run? Mm. So, like like they get like all weird and creepy run. Yeah. I did not like Bender as the iguana because he was way too like gray. I've never seen a grayish blue like lizard like that or iguana. And I've seen every iguana known to man. Ever. <laughs> <laughs> and what's up with Wait. What's the bluest that they get? They, get, they real, get like blue. They get blue. blue. No, yeah, blue blue. But I've never blue, seen like blue. a gray blue. And what were the big huh. round things on the side of his head? His ears? Like he oh, didn't yeah. have yeah. any, like at least the, like, I don't know. Okay, at least like the next one, the elephant seal had like the little Oh, thing, you mean because like, there was no way of telling it was him really. Yeah, until other he than the color and, spoke. Yeah. I guess that was the he way. He didn't open his eyes until he spoke either, though. Yeah. So you could, really couldn't tell. I mean, did it matter? Because he was pretty unnecessary for this story anyway. No, he just slept on I that. I thought he every story was about him. No. Um, I, <laughs> when, uh, when the professor was talking to Fry, the bird, he's like, what, what is he, he's like I'm not Fry, I'm his great-great-grandson Fry. Yeah. <laughs> and then you talks talk about, about how he evolved. Evolved yeah, and had a slightly more curve. That's his, cool. Yeah, his beak evolved so that he could eat the fruit that grew on that side of the island. Oh, 
Like that was cool because that's te- you know the teaching kind of thing. Yeah. I mean that's basically that whole Darwin thing in the first place. Um, I feel like that the these stories in this episode could have used a lot more actual like real science humor behind it considering yeah. the writers of the show are just like super you know smart people yeah that's it was kind of let it was kind of a letdown in that way where also i feel like the the fake morgan freeman guy they should have had Phil a fake Lamar. Mm-hmm. they should have had a fake you know david attenborough sounding guy now but morgan freeman did march of the penguins yeah Oh god. And that dude. came out right around this. Yep. Um I mean I, did I Planet Earth. Was that Sigourney, Sigourney Weaver? But not the All British version. The British version was David Attenborough. Yeah, I think uh, I yeah, think, I think so. I know that she overdubbed the American version because I saw the British version first. Yeah, it was David Attenborough and Sigourney Weaver did the Discovery Channel version. Yeah. Which wait, so they just re-recorded? Are, both of those are perfect. Like he he re-recorded her or she re-recorded his dialogue for the same yeah, video for the, for the American release. I don't know I don't if it's the exact I, same word. It wasn't my not, choice. Yeah. But... I think it is because some some of the wording that she uses is a little it sticks out a little as sounding like it would sound better with David Attenborough saying it. I haven't gone back and watched the original one since they'll put it on at the bar when you're allowed in the the bar sometimes but the the sound's always off so it's just subtitles the uh when i went to the natural history museum one time i saw in the uh like a thing on stars in the place that you see the stars in the museum what's it called planetarium Planetarium. that's right (laughs) and it was uh narrated by jodie foster and that was cool except her voice actually put me to sleep actually i fell asleep (laughs) (laughs) she is a real low energy person for the most part and then also on netflix currently there is some weird crazy weird animal documentary thing and tiger king no 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 No. (laughs) it's like it's like just weird animals from around the world and it's narrated by the chick that is in uh God, now I can't think of. Is that. it that bitch Carol Baskin? It is that bitch. No, in um, uh, that baking show on Netflix that oh, nailed it. Um, nailed it. Nicole oh, Byer. Nicole Byer. Yeah, she narrates she's, it. She's awesome. And it's she just makes. Yeah, she's she delightful. plays Mother Nature in it, and so she narrates as Mother Nature in it. I couldn't get through hmm. it. It was a little oh bit my too God. dumb. I don't know. I I. I was so like she was supposed to be coming here in like June, I think, to hilarities, but and I would love to take BB to see it, but that's not a show for children Man. when she's doing no. stand up. She gets real ass dirty. Uh, which is also great. It's just, you know, <laughs> na- nailed it is sort of like she's doing her best Bob Saget, America's funniest yeah, old videos, yeah. but she's still entertaining. Uh, I love that I mean, show, nailed it. Especially because it's, it's her and then that like super, like just French. Jacques Con- Toulouse. Yeah, he's he's like an actual like confectioner and like yeah yeah. And he just yeah, has to be on this stupid show. He's like a world famous dude. But he's probably and making he's, bank on that I, show. I, I, he made enough money to lose like fifty pounds and get a whole new set of choppers between season one and season two. <laughs> If you if you look like watch the last episode of season one and then go to any episode in season two and he's way thinner and he's got these like brand new white veneers on his teeth hmm. and it I mean it's just like it's jarring because it's it's such a change you look at it at the beginning it's like I have les dents d'un homme français where there's just these little small smoke stained teeth and stuff and then he comes back and he looks like you know he's got I mean I guess that makes sense like. If you haven't had money for a long time, and then oh, he had money. he had money, but he wasn't on TV. Uh, yeah, that's probably hey, Netflix going. Uh, yeah, we're gonna fix your teeth for you. You got you got to American it up there, buddy. You're gonna talk about the buttercream, <laughs> the buttercream. I still have not <laughs> seen that show, but I should. You really should, because it's fucking fantastic. What show is it? I don't even know what we're talking about. The Buttercream yeah, is too runny. It's called Nailed it's It. Too, it's on too Netflix. Runny. And it's just like a 
they have amateur bakers try to do like really fancy oh, okay yeah uh baking stuff and they're like fancy cakes and stuff like that it's just hilarious because these people are like actual like they don't know how to bake and they they're not pick, most they pick most of them most of them yeah and then but like they'll have there's a celebrity judge on each one so a lot of those are people like uh jason manzukas and um you know, then I have like famous pastry chefs and shit. Like it's it's really good. But on one episode in the last season, Paul Shear came on as an oh, yeah. actual contestant. Yeah. Like oh, instead of man. being a judge, like they're 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 because you know, it comes out before they introduce the the guest judge, they bring out the the contestants and they go. It's like my name's Paul. I'm an actor from you know New York. Blah blah. blah. <laughs> it's just mm-hmm. like he really goes for it. It's it's great. That's awesome. I have to check um, that out. So the 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 whole thing with the turtle sex at the end, when they find the mom turtle, um, I saw I knew immediately that he was gonna try and hump the rock when they, there's that big rock just sitting there. Right. But, yeah, I mean that was a good looking rock. But but, <laughs> but mom's mom's response with the I'm gonna crack that hussy open like a slutty Brazil nut was just beautiful. <laughs> Uh, see, and their voicing, like the voice, the, the the actual like performances are so good. Like the delivery in every line, even if they're cheesy as hell, they're so good. But this is this, this is point. where it got really good. Like what? So as soon as 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 Professor Tortoise and Mom Turtle start doing it, and you get that like, <laughs> um, right. the, just the conversation between like Fry and Bender and Hermes, he's like. Should we be watching this? It seems kind of personal. <laughs> it's like, just pretend you're eating seeds. Is it weird if I talk about his crazy turtle penis? Oh, <laughs> uh, animals! I mean, like that—that's the thing. If when you when you see animals doing it out there, like, what's your what's your response? Have you ever caught birds? I'll see birds in the backyard every once in a while. It's a whole like they—they look like they're fighting, and one's upside down. Like it's just a positioning. It's crazy. I don't know if I've seen animals doing it as much as I've seen animals taking a shit and then like they'll stare at me. It's really intimidating and weird. While they're doing it or after? Yeah. While it's happening, it's like, and then I'm frozen and stuck in time. It's just like, what, what's happening? What are we doing here? You want some of this? It's very awkward. I saw a deer pee the other day. What? Yeah, it was weird. I, I bet. definitely didn't what? know I was watching. Was it? Was it pees it a- like a if he's like a lady dog, like you know, they squat he squats down. down? And... Yeah, that's super was, weird. Was it a lady deer or a man deer? It was a lady deer, and I saw it poop too. And I, I've seen deer poop a bunch, but the poop they just don't care. It just like plops it just out. falls out. Little, yeah, yeah, little guys, little poop, poop. kind of like in walk like a man. But I never, yeah, I'd never seen one pee before. So that was that was a real good day for me. She's breaking the, the seal. <laughs> <laughs> where did Clearly. where did this happen? Where were you? My backyard, like right out, like right out the window. I was like, oh, yeah. yeah. See, you're missing these monetization opportunities. You could have filmed it, put it up on the German YouTube, mm. and start raking in money. I should just set up like hidden cameras in the backyard. You get a lot of deer back there. Yeah, get those For- uh, uh, trail cams. Yeah, they just stick, and then you can watch them. I had a rescue. You nothing else to do. I had to rescue a baby rabbit out of uh, the chicken wire in our garden because it got Aww. scared by the dogs and got caught halfway through and couldn't get out. I heard it from my bedroom screaming as my one dog just, oh my like, gosh. touched it with its paw. It would just <laughs> lightly touch it and it would just scream, and I had to cut it out with uh, pliers. Maybe. Maybe the bunny, maybe it's all a hoax. And now he thinks, okay, we got the hole cut in the wire. Let's go uh-huh. and eat some veggies. There's no that veggies was a decoy. in it right now. Not yet, but he's maybe. playing the long con. Yeah, maybe they like, like to uh, hang out in the dirt. They do. Actually, I found the, the, the nest that he came from. My dog also yeah. dug that up. But they were all gone oh. out of there. Is so, it just like in the ground kind so of no, nest? So no, I have six rabbits in the house. Long story short. In the house? No, I'm just kidding. No, 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 oh. no more in the house. I saw Sounds one. Sounds like you. 
Is this is this part of a a, a watership down reenactment that you're making clothes? <laughs> yeah, I was just gonna say something rabbits. about that. <laughs> you you were making clothes for the rats before, so like now if you're making clothes for the the bunnies and having them speak with British accents, you know. It's so weird that you Run say away. you bring up Watership Down because I haven't thought about that novel in like forever, and I we just started recently uh, rewatching Lost because you know what else is there to do right now, um, mm. and Sawyer watches or reads that in like the first uh, season of it, and I was like, holy crap! Also, I haven't thought of also that in weird. A while. I pulled that book off the shelf today. Weird. Because weird. I wanted, I felt like reading it. And then when I opened it up, like a bookmark from the fifth grade fell out. Oh, is, and oh, that's shit. the one you posted. Yeah. That, yeah. Was <laughs> that was the book. With your scholar Whoa. dollar? Yeah, what, what, my scholar dollar. What could you buy with scholar dollars? Uh, I think, and I, I, we, I was trying to figure out with my one friend who went to school with me way back then, uh, what teacher it was that we had who gave those scholar dollars out. And we're pretty sure it was... I had the same teacher for third and fifth grade. So it was from one of those two years. Okay. And she would pass them out. And um, you could, once you had like a certain number, like five, do five scholar dollars got you like a toy from the treasure chest, which had, you know. So she had her own microcurrency. Well, you got a, a scholar dollar if you got like something, like you answered a math question on the board or you, you know did extra credit or something like if you did well you got one or two scholar dollars or like if you helped someone else or you know what, elementary damn. school shit what is the conversion cool. rate of shroot bucks to scholar dollars <laughs> so my favorite thing was that it was clearly just like a five dollar bill that she had plopped down on the photocopier <laughs> <laughs> and then just put like a post-it note over over the the face. Oh, that's on awesome. The bill. They do that in oh. an episode of Beavis and Butthead. They try to photocopy money and go use it in the convenience store. And they like hand this like sheet of paper over and then it's just blank and he flips it over and there's just a the head of the nickel. <laughs> <laughs> you, can't, you can't photocopy money anymore like the, the the photocopier will know if you're trying to photocopy money so when i worked at the the osu vet hospital um i worked for the alumni affairs uh director so i would handle the um alumni association dues they would usually be sent in like it was like a dues card with your name and your address and then a check but some people would send in cash and part of tracking who had paid their dues, we would copy the card with the check that came with the card. And the girl that worked with me one time tried to photocopy the cash that the person had sent in with the dues card. And every time it would spit out, she's like, I don't understand what's happening. This paper is just all black. And I said, well, you're trying to photocopy money and the photocopier knows that you're trying to photocopy a bill. And so it was just like blacking out the entire printout with black toner. Weird. It knows. They know. <laughs> you cannot That's, photocopy money anymore. No, you That's just print bonkers. it off of the printer. Yeah. <laughs> Special paper that's like got fibers in it and stuff. Old pair of underwear. Yeah, there is linen in, there's linen in it. Linen in it. Isn't there? Yeah, it's made mm -hmm. out of hemp paper. There's little red and blue fibers inside the dollar dollar bills. Um, well, let's just not do that. Wrapping up the uh, the the tortoise story, though, like the rock that was originally kicked over by hmm. mom because she thought it was a, a mate comp competitor, falls over right. on their tortoise babies and and eliminates mm -hmm. the line forever. Which is Walt, Larry, and Igner. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, they were pretty cute. <laughs> I mean, their little hair cuts. It like kind baby of baby animals are cute. I mean the yeah. the end of all these uh, stories are kind of a bummer. Like the first I one, like the, I the like salmon the all just die after they, uh, you know, spray. why did they live? Why did they die? Spray. No <laughs> the reason. <pointlessness laughs> of life. And then I the, did like that part being, you know. <laughs> 
Mm-hmm. Nihilist. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I think it all just kind of went downhill after this. I, the, the elephant seal one, I just didn't really dig. Mm. I, honestly, I couldn't get through watching it again last night. Mm-hmm. I tried watching it a couple of times. It's just, it's not bad. It's just like, it's just, I got so bored. Like I realized- I was I zone like, out. Yeah, I'm looking at my phone and then I'm like, oh, it ended. Yeah, I yeah. I think out of like everything they could have picked for like a nature thing, like the, I, all three of them are weird things that they picked to do a nature thing on. Yeah, they could have done. I mean, any number of things, but then just this elephant seal thing. I wonder what exactly led them to that. You know what I mean? Like something they wanted to see somebody as a seal right. that led to that. I think it. Had well, I, been. it was probably Randy <laughs> or the, or the, Scruffy as a. How can we make Scruffy a walrus? Yeah, that was good. <laughs> was it, well, walrus, walrus don't need no chicanery. Once a lady goes walrus, oh, who am I kidding? They never go walrus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, it the, did kind of peter out though. Yeah, I like mating with the beach master because he's the largest. And then it's just like ah, you know, the Kiff, Kiff and Amy thing. Kiff starts pining again for Amy. And Bender's just an obnoxious ass. With I'm forty percent ass, arf arf, and you know, it's just like pfft. the the yeah. nibbler fish that they found in the water was a nice little Easter egg thing. Because mm-hmm. he wasn't, um, he was barely in this season at all. Yeah. Who? But then there's nibbler. nibbler. Oh yeah. There's like the angler fish nibbler that swallows the thing, but like the Zoidberg uh, octopus of so welcome to the He's abyss. A squid. Squid. Yeah. It was nice. Leela was not in this one at all. Are you sure she wasn't one of the, the harem? I mean, she never had a line. Yeah. Kim Seagal never had a line in this one. Uh, mm. I mean... Weird. Which is You weird. know, come on. You would think they would just at least write something for her. Everyone else is I mean, it. they were busy doing orgies. It was like, come on, floozies, let's repopulate. It was Kiffer. So this was or Kiffer. This Lee. was the. Uh, this wasn't actually the last episode of a season, or it was. It it was, but they it aired with the one, the previous episode, back to back. So, yes and no. They were just like spitting them out, though. I think so. I I'm not sure. But this yeah. one did come on. This one was on the same night as uh, 31st Century Fox, which was our last episode. And huh. So they were both kind of technically the season finale. Yeah, it was like an hour uh, yeah. slot for for them. And then this one also, uh, it, like, I just don't understand if they wanted this one to be the the last episode or if this was something that they chose and then comedy central was just like all right this is we're gonna put this one last yeah this is the last one we got just throw it out there mm-hmm. i mean there's no continuity to it since it's a one-off so it could really go anywhere um but i mean just did the one-offs normally were like towards the end of the season work yeah yeah they usually are I mean, the, and just the resolving the whole thing of like Kiff challenging Bender to a duel, and you know Bender just beating the shit out. Of the, the line with the the Beachmaster stop fighting. He's been dead since yesterday. Was kind of nice. Or they're just like bam, bam, you know, just nonstop with the two of them just slamming into each other. But the the squashed Kiff elephant seal at the end of it was pretty great. Yeah, he's just like a mess with the the face. Um, and then, then the, there was the, the nice, like, little Easter egg turnaround at the end where Fry and Professor and Hermes and Randy are all sitting there with little baby elephant seals that look like them. Because they're like, all right the as sneaky. it's going away. They were the sneaky Yeah, they seals. were the sneaky males. Yeah. But, right after they said they weren't sneaky males, right? Yeah. Well, you know, if you say you're sneaky, then you're not being sneaky. Hmm. 
it's it's one of those things. That's true-ish. But I mean, other than that, it was the yeah. what what do we have to look forward to this next and final like, season? To be honest, the next episode I like. It's a interesting episode. Bender centric, but I like okay. it. And Which it, you one know is what? the next where uh, we shouldn't talk about it? I mean, I'll we can. I don't, it doesn't matter. People have seen this. It's the one uh, where... 40% lead belly. Yeah, where Bender becomes the country musician because his idol. Oh, wait. that Actually, that's the fourth episode of season 10 broadcast. Oh, oh is it? Oh. So I don't even know where we are. <laughs> uh, in broadcast mm-hmm. order, we have... Let's see... 2D blacktop, right? I bet. Yes, 2D blacktop. 2D, uh, like family time. Like, uh, life. <laughs> yeah, like the, <laughs> um, 2D, like 3D, but flat. Mm-hmm. Two-dimensional. There's well, several Bender-centric episodes that come up. Well, you know, they, they always focus on the obnoxious guy with the catchphrases once it gets going. He was, yeah, was in I its death Bender. cycle. You guys are right. Bender's great. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I know it. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that. So overall... You were not impressed. Not impressed with this uh, episode. It wasn't, it, but it wasn't as bad as some of the previous episodes. No, not yeah. necessarily. It, it, I mean, it had some funny lines, like I don't know. There, yeah, there were some good, did, good. I don't lines. think it harmed anything. There, there are episodes that if I had to choose between one or the other to watch, I would pick this over. But I would pick this after just about any other episode. Right. This was named number 18 on IGN's top 25 Futurama episodes. I think that's just because people like weird animal sex. (laughs) Yeah, there's no reason for that to be on a top 25 list. Like the Venn Venn diagram of those two is real overlapping. Um, Who wrote that list? The Um, internet. Max Nicholson. No, sir, Max. Disagree. Hard disagree. Well, yeah. That's that's that, man. Yeah. Bring that up. Speaking of ratings, uh, we actually got a very nice uh, email from a listener um, after our many requests for reviews, which I will read. It's a little bit long. So, I mean, we'll still go through it because it was pretty. It's very complimentary. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so it starts, hello, Michelle, Tom, and Pete. I don't have Apple products, so I'm unable to review the podcast on iTunes. Also have not figured out how to review podcasts through Google Podcasts, so I figured I could just send it along this way instead. I know it doesn't help the ratings, but at least I can pass along my gratitude to you all for keeping the show going. So here's the review. I've been listening to the podcast from the start because I shared a love of everything Futurama. I remember watching the sneak preview or the initial time the pilot episode was shown on TV. Although my memory around when it was or what it followed, I do remember making a point in watching it. This podcast has gone through some evolutions throughout its life and I've been there for it all. I wait patiently between episodes when everyone gets a little too busy to get together and I'm always excited when I see it pop into my feed with a new episode. The spread of age and also interest in this show really brings a diverse sense to each episode and how it's all dissected. The hosts may get off track sometimes. Yeah. Hmm. (laughs) Go on some tangents not related at all to the show, but they're always entertaining. Random Pete stories, Tom's updates on the animal count, and Michelle's reactions to some of their tangents, her own stories from art school, or the way she subtly slash not subtly redirects everyone back to the topic at hand really helps me get through work while I listen. This podcast has followed me between jobs and is always a beacon of happiness and joy in my life. I do fear that the end is near and there are very few podcasts, or sorry, very few episodes left, but I can always just go back through again, just like I do with the show. Keep it up, stay safe, and I'll be waiting for the next one. Five stars, just an H. Thank oh, you. That's, that's awesome. really nice. It was a, yeah, yeah, he had a little, really cool. 
Yeah, and I'm, he had a, a little PS about he write, wrote in earlier. Um, says he wrote in a long time ago to help Pete figure out one of the earlier episodes with the thing longer and what if machine and appreciated him thanking me on the next podcast you're always asking for guests and until the most recent situation with the whole world falling into chaos i never would have had the chance i wouldn't mind being a guest if you do need one we can talk about that and absolutely we want you on as a guest justin please message us or send another email we'll get you on in fact cool. probably by the time you hear this you're already gonna have recorded your episode <laughs> <laughs> i mean i i was thinking don't tell anybody if you won if, if you really if you really if if he really wanted to like are you know i i listen to the dollop all the time and what they've done with their old episodes is they have two uh guys in mexico translating the scripts into spanish and re-recording them so like if you wanted to take this no i don't i don't know i'm not saying us i don't i do not have the wherewithal or ability or interest in changing it myself into another language but i don't know maybe maybe you speak another language justin or maybe you just want to run a, a script through google translate but have at it and then you could just record your own version translating our scripts into a different language you could do, actually do all of the hosts in different languages, and that would be a really polyglot clusterfuck. Just a thought. Confusing. <laughs> I mean, I got to take it somewhere. We're, what we're going to do is we're going to watch all the Futurama episodes backwards and then <laughs> talk about them. In reverse like, order? Like in reverse, like, in no, reverse order or actually like... Actually backwards. Actually backwards. Backwards yeah. video and audio. Oh. What if there ended up being some like really super deep secret to that where like they have dialogue interspersed throughout the episodes that when you play it backwards is like a whole different storyline kind of like they did with the alien language is that a little too tinfoil hat i don't know it seems a little more just impossible i mean sounds like more effort off. than i want to expend yeah oh 100 uh, literally anything <laughs> 100 percent for me too but just a, it was just a thought um well in in the interim since the last time we saw you before the pandemic and maybe even during what have you been up to john where can people find you i think is doesn't fits of hail have something new coming out we do have a record that that will be out uh it's i think it just came out actually um it is on uh alan's record label which is the sound of the sea i believe it's called i'm sorry i'm really bad at everything but i wasn't ready for this part of it yet uh <laughs> yeah there's a it's a new album we recorded the basic tracks for it a while ago but uh we've been slowly finishing it basically mm -hmm. um yeah that's it that's about it really Hmm. Cool. well I, I mean you you guys are great like it's really i love seeing you guys play because it's just like there's so much like talent and good stuff happening in that and it's, it's all chris man we're just following him <laughs> yeah but i mean chris is super talented and you know i i got to play with him in lottery league a couple of years ago but with with mike and alan too like those guys know what they're doing so it all it all gets executed really super well so go go check that. I mean, do you have like a there's a Facebook page for it or something that people can? Yeah, it's uh, for, we're, right? it's on band it's on Bandcamp also. Uh, the whole album's up now on Bandcamp, and then I'm not I, I the physical copies are out. Wait, I think there's one here. Yeah. <laughs> There's just a bunch hey, of them sitting around Waffle House. Yeah, it's like Waffle House is the new Starbucks. <laughs> Wait, I have to turn my background off so you can see. This. Just hold it in front of your face. Oh, yeah. Cool. Fancy. That's go. Fits of Hail, F-I-T-S-O-F-H-A-I-L. Uh, super good stuff. Worth checking out. Um, yeah, otherwise, I mean, glad you're healthy and well. Yeah, it's nice to see you guys. Um, hopefully, you know, things are cool and spikes don't happen. Well, like that. we'll see what happens with that. Um, yeah, it's, it's exciting times. It, it's interesting times. I wouldn't say they're exciting. 
Well, I mean, life and death is exciting. I mean, is it? No. <laughs> No. Nature teaches yeah. us nothing. Yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> the point, no, that's, that's not no, nothing matters, and there are no ultimate consequences. You just yeah, I can get, you get on board with that. You get smashed by a rock. Ah. Oh. Uh, Slimcast.com. Two one six. Four three eight ten seventy seven. Four three eight yeah ten seventy seven. Slimcastpod at gmail.com email us you could be on it yeah we we have we have 12 open spots and (laughs) and in this final season we intend to fill some of them up with some of our regulars and friends of the show so if if you want to get on please message us early and often and we can make it happen Um, it's a good season they wrap up a lot of stuff in a nice little there are a lot of good episodes there's a lot of moments i mean i cried i cried i'm not gonna lie I mean, yeah. John, you you cry a lot, though. I honestly do. I'm not going <laughs> to lie about that either. <laughs> it uh, doesn't make sense. Uh, Slurpcast Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Slurpcast on Facebook. Uh, write and review on iTunes. We appreciate it. And thanks for listening. We'll be back again sooner than usual, probably. Bye. 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 Bye.